Welcome to Mom Fears My Podcast. My name is Mike, and with me is my father, Alan. At the risk of repeating myself, hello there. <laughs> so, happy birthday. Oh, thank you. Happy thank belated you. birthday. Belated birthday, yeah. Um, I didn't call you yesterday because I figured I was going to see you today and say happy birthday. So Okay, that's fine. That's, that's fine. Only. I had one that was early. <laughs> one early, one late, and one on time, so. Nice. Everything was all right, yeah. Perfect. Yeah. Three Perfect. kids. None of them have an idea what the date is. <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't think we ever do. No. I don't think we ever do. Julie, your birthday is two days after mine. I just had my birthday three days ago. Happy birthday. Thank you. <laughs> Belated birthday. <laughs> Thank you. April's April's actually kind of a busy month for us in this household with all these many April birthdays and, it is, and it is. March birthdays, which I guess technically means that July is also a busy month for the household. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I got that. So, I got that you. one. Yeah, I got thank that you. one. Um, that was the only thing that I had prepared for the podcast. Oh, that was, was it? That okay. joke, yeah. So. All right, thank you very much, ladies and gentlemen. We'll see you again here. We're way down. There's three listeners now. Yes. Yeah, we, I think we stayed. I think we hovered at 12. We lost a couple, but we gained a couple new ones. Wow. So wow. 12 is the magic number. So this year, for for my birthday, all I wanted, because I've been... I've been dieting and I've been exercising and it's you know none of that was my choice that was all the doctor's choice um I asked all I wanted this year for for my birthday was a cheesesteak and fries and ketchup and just you know ice cream I just wanted all the food that that I'm really missing you shouldn't be eating yeah, yeah. And, and then and then the day before birthday came around and I told Katie I was just like I don't I don't actually want any of that like I don't I don't want to do it like oh really you know yeah mm. why what back to kale <laughs> back to <laughs> back to kale chips and and carrot sticks no but just that it was like as as good as it's gonna be to you know nosh on a cheesesteak for a day it's just not it's not worth it because I hate going to the gym and I hate exercising so much. That if I eat something like that, it's just going to work against me, and then it's pointless. And we still wound up, I still debated whether or not I was going to get a cheesesteak, and then we still wound up going out to Outback Steakhouse, and I got a steak and potatoes and vegetables, and so it was still, yeah, it was still a big dinner, and it was still, you know, I had a beer, which I haven't been, I haven't been drinking beer, too, because it's, you know. How much weight have you lost? Total? Total. 55 pounds. Wow. Since Thanksgiving. Wow. I've lost 55 pounds. Well, technically, since the day after Thanksgiving. Oh, well, sure. I've lost 55 pounds. Well, that's great. Um, Hi. Come on in. No, where are you going? (laughs) Who was that? I thought it was Mom with the phone. I think somebody wanted you. Oh. You can get it if you want. I mean... No. All right. Well, it's certainly not important to me, so I don't know. (laughs) I don't know who it is. But yeah, so I've lost I've lost fifty five pounds, and like I said, it was all just it was all just the doctor saying, "Well, you're getting older, and you know your your body doesn't do what it's supposed to do like it used to, and you know start by cutting out sugar, and then you know cut out all the whites, white bread, white rice, white everything, white happiness, just yeah. cut it all out." Yeah, um, see, I can't do that. I I quit I quit the Coca Cola. Right. I quit Coke. I'm in rehab. <laughs> Yes, I guess. A, it's a hard thing to kick. Because I quit Coke. Yeah, I quit. Kicked, kicked Coke habit. I mean, that's, that must have been what my problem was because I lost 40 pounds in three months. Right. Just not drinking Coke anymore. <laughs> Most of the time, I was still eating my bread. I Wheat bread, you know. Right. But I like my subs. I like my, uh, 
I like my peanut butter. Yeah. Peanut butter is good. That's one of the few things that uh, that my doctor told me I need to add back into my diet because, you know, she wants good cholesterol to go up, which is, you know, right. peanuts right. and peanut butter right. and olive oil and stuff like that. I haven't been I, I've haven't been eating peanut butter or peanuts or anything like that just because of Jude's allergies. So we've pretty True. much cleared the house out of, but now I'm excited at the prospect of maybe buying a jar of peanut butter and leaving it at work. And then <laughs> I can eat it for lunch at work and then just not worry about it being home. Because, you know, we still don't really know the extent of what all his allergies are, so we don't want to risk, like, having something in the house that he just, you know, randomly gets a hold of or, you know, that Will shares. But, yeah, I mean, it's... it's I, I really, I don't know, I really don't like it, but I do feel better. And I feel, you know, oh, yeah. all of the all of the benefits of being around longer mm-hmm. outweigh my desire yeah. to eat a five-gallon bucket full of vanilla ice cream, which is really what I want. But that also makes it easier to not eat certain things that are bad for me, because I, I kind of feel like if I can't have what I want, like if I can't have a bucket of ice cream that's sprinkled with Snickers bars, then right. there's nothing right. that's really going to be good enough. Yeah. So I'm not going to eat a cookie or a, you know. Well, they say, too, that you're not supposed to supposed to uh, beat up yourself either. If, you know, right. if you have some ice cream instead of having a five-gallon bucket, have a two-and-a-half-gallon bucket, you <laughs> right. know. Just, just I mean, I eat, a, I, eat a, I eat a half a hoogie now instead of a whole sub, so, right. you know, but... I, bread, I I just can't quit bread. I can't do it. That's that's I hard. Can't quit bread. That's a harder thing. Like I wasn't, I wasn't as big into soda. Like I would have soda when I was, if I was, you know, eating dinner I, from time to time. Sprite was sort of my addiction, but it was iced tea for me. Because yeah. working at the theater, yeah. we would we would just carry around a half gallon of iced tea with us, and it's you know it's Wawa iced tea. It's just full of sugar, and and you would drink the entire half gallon in a day. And that was probably the the biggest difference with sugar. Also, one of the things we realized is we're shop because we shop at BJ's, so everything comes in bulk. So we realized that we were buying like a ten pound bag of sugar about every six months, and so the time had sort of gone by, and we realized that we still had the same bag of sugar that we had gotten at BJ's almost a year ago now. You know, almost like eight or nine months ago. And Katie doesn't bake all the time, so it's not like she's always baking cookies and cupcakes and things that have sugar in it. Yeah. It was all going in my coffee. Like, wow, 10 pounds of sugar every six months was going into my coffee. Because I would fill the Tupperware in the cabinet, and then I would, you know, have three or four cups of coffee a day in the morning or whatever. And Did the sugar come up out of the coffee at a peak <laughs> when you put the sugar in? Is yes. that the way it works? I always put the sugar in like first. Like a volcano, like a sugar volcano. <laughs> yes. You put the sugar in first so it wouldn't overflow when I actually added the little bit of coffee that yeah. I would drink with. Yeah. yeah. I, actually t- I actually quit sugar altogether in a coffee. And I started with that. So what that whatever that was you gave me the stevia that you gave right. me yeah, you gave yeah. me a box of stevia that you couldn't stand right <laughs> and that lasted me until well, I was in the summer the right. end of summer and I just used the last one I don't know two weeks ago so <laughs> it lasted me the whole and I wasn't using anywhere near a pack of that a pack of it was way too much in a cup of coffee right. so but uh, I'm I'm drinking my coffee with no sugar at all now just Cream, milk, whatever, you know, but no sugar in the coffee. 
really sucks. <laughs> <laughs> yes, it does. Yeah, yeah. That's what I've that's what I've gone back to. I wound up um, wound up buying a box of it myself when I knew I had to start cutting out sugar, and uh, I I went through the stevia a little faster than you did. But yeah, once it was gone, you know, I just thought, yeah, do I really want another box of this? Because yeah. it doesn't, it doesn't taste good. It's just, no, no, it was it just better than not sugar at the time. So um, I too am, am down to no sugar and, and creamer. But it just, you know, I just, I just miss that sugar in a coffee really, really bad. I do. That's badly. I, yeah, that's one of the hardest. I think that's the hardest thing for me. It's it hasn't been. Um, you know, we talked about eating candy when, you know, you were talking about the game farm and how it wasn't really a big deal. And, like, candy and sweets and stuff like that were sort of a go-to snack for me. So I, when I when I stopped eating them, it wasn't as big a deal as when I had to start looking at things and, and looking at how much sugar. I went to eat. So I love I love soup. And I love tomato soup. And I love grilled cheese and tomato soup. Right, and I picked up a can of Campbell's condensed tomato soup out of the shelf, and so I picked up this can off the shelf and I looked at it, and I flipped it around, and I look and it has twenty three grams of sugar per serving, and there are two and a half servings in a can of condensed tomato soup. It's like as much sugar as a, a donut and a half from Dunkin' Donuts. I would rather get a donut and a half, sure, than eat a oh, bowl. Sure, of soup. who wouldn't? Yeah, but stuff like that didn't even didn't even register to me that you know if i want if i want to eat yogurt now it's two and a half servings in a can two and a half that's the that's servings. the that's the kicker right there yeah. that's the what yeah. so i so i don't know it is certainly it was certainly nothing that i cared enough about to really change on my own but you know well, yeah um, i feel i feel a lot better i feel I don't make that old man noise when I bend over anymore. That's a good thing, you know, <laughs> without, without an extra 40 pounds around my stomach. Right. Other than that, I have no clothes that fit, <laughs> you know, other than, you know. Uh, so, but that's okay. I'll get through it. I got belts. There you go. Yeah. That's all, that, that's I got all belts. that you really need. Uh, it had been a couple of months, actually, since I picked up my guitar and started playing. I know it, it was really bad. Your guitar? Yeah, it had it had been a while since I actually um, picked it up and and went to play, and I had to adjust the strap on it to be shorter because I had less belly out in front of me where oh, the guitar well, that's good. would usually. That's sit. good. Yeah, yeah, that's good. But that was one of the yeah. It shouldn't it shouldn't have taken me that long to get back to to playing guitar. But you know, I would play a lot while we were doing the panto. At, at people's light and uh in the in the green room but i also had over the winter my fingers were cracking open and like everything was dry and even though i was trying to use lotion i couldn't stay on top of it so i would pick my guitar up for two or three minutes and then my fingers would just start killing me and so i would have to put it down but then finally i picked it up and you know i'm i'm slated to do a couple of, of some composition for the next few shows that i get to do this summer and this fall right so i Figured it was time to actually start writing music again. And, uh, yeah, and picked it up and had to shorten up the strap on it a little bit, which was a really good feeling. I mean, I've been... Um, and then I felt bad because it had been so long since I had actually played. And there was a... I mean, there was a time where the day wouldn't go by without me playing for at least an hour. Like, especially in high school. Especially when I was 
first going or the first time I got my acoustic or the first time I had an electric with an amp because for the longest time I just played on the Dan Electro with no amp no at amp, all. No amp at all. <laughs> Until we went to the farmer's market and I found my... Oh, that's right. Whatever it was, Squire, my little Fender copy with the with the amp that came with it. And like after that, I just played every single day. And then wound up with uh, my very first high school band, but not until senior year <laughs> after three years of playing guitar wound up in my first high school band and they already had two guitarists so i was just a singer so i still didn't even get to play in oh, the band oh. but i mean i got to sing and that was a good time that was i'm so thankful that i had even whatever it was eight months to really to really hang out with those guys and play the, that was square orange circle square orange circle square okay. orange circle you're right I it was that. it was uh rob fagan and i i have your album you do, <laughs> you do i actually remastered all of the really terrible recordings that we made on the boombox i put them into the cd player and burned them and then remastered them as best i could to try and take the hiss out and i've put them all up online yeah. so that they can get them soc's greatest hit <laughs> SOC's greatest hit. There you go. Just the one. Yeah. That had to be that had to be Scuzz. Scuzz was probably our greatest hit. Actually my favorite song was called Grey Alien Number One. And we named it because there was a sticker of an alien head that was grey on the wall and somebody had written a number one on its forehead. And so that's how we named it the song. And that That's Grey Alien Number One. Grey okay. Alien Number One. All that's right. punk rock. Okay. Or grunge or post-punk or I don't know what we would have considered our band. Wow. But yeah, so it was Rob and I and three of his friends from when he used to live in Philly. So we even had to pile into the Honda and drive up 95 to Essington to go to Philly to go to band practice. So we only wound up going, I don't know, maybe twice a month, maybe once a month. I don't even remember how often we went. And managed to play one show in the eight months that we were a band and it was the high school talent show. Which I'm still really curious after all this time. I'm so curious what your you, opinion of How you lost? No, no. <laughs> how you lost? We, we were told we got second place. But we got <sighs> second place to Meet Star. And Meet Star, were, they were the rock oh, gods okay. of Oxford High School. <laughs> they were that three-piece. Really, no, I lost. I, I, that passed me by. I don't remember Meet Star. <laughs> I don't remember Meet Star at all. <laughs> yeah, it was uh, Mike and Keith and Brian. And, uh, yeah, they were just, they, they were just together so long and played all through high school and they were just a, they were just a great little, little trio. <laughs> they, they it's played, not coming back to me. I'm not, I'm, I'm not I'm, at all. I, I may have erased it from my mind. I don't know. It's, I don't, it's I don't completely know. possible. So no, there was a time where, uh, I remember the, their first band name was Small Circle and then, uh, they changed it to Meat Star. And I do remember telling you at one point. And I was like, yeah, they changed it to Meat Star. It's kind of weird. I liked Small Circle. And I remember you saying that you thought Meat Star was a way better band name than well, Small Circle. Well, Small Circle is, you know. <laughs> There's so many different connotations. <laughs> yeah. I, right. mean, I mean, come Well, on. there's really only one way you can go with Meat Star. Sure, well, Meat Star, you know. Barbara <laughs> uh, hot dogs have a star on them. There you go. That's, a, that's probably where they got it. <laughs> Right they looked at a pack of hot dogs and said, damn, there's a star on that meat. <laughs> oh, but that was a good time. I wish I wish I had, had been a little better at recording or at least had known more people with better equipment to have actually recorded some of those songs. You know, I'm still glad that I have a, you know, I have the boombox recordings 
from those you know jam sessions because right. at least it's something at least it's something that that we have but so did you play at all you played in a band right in high I school played, yeah we played in a yeah we had we had uh, a guitar a drum organ and uh singer and uh we did school dances and I don't know. We did a couple parties here and there. Plural. See, you've already you already played more. Shows oh yeah, we, oh, we, we, yeah, we we had to go. We had to go rent an organ every time. Oh, nobody. You didn't actually. Have well, well, Vic had an organ, but it was the size of a size of a Volkswagen, you know. <laughs> and we couldn't put it in the Volkswagen to get it anywhere. So. Right. No, he had a Hammond organ, which was not moving. Yes. So we rented a uh, what they call a spinet. It was also a Hammond, but it was a little... Right. Oh, we probably made, I don't know, 12 cents over the course of a couple of years. Right. And we were, uh, we started out, because we were all drag racing fans, we started out SS slash SD. We'd be super stock something designation in drag racing, <laughs> but we were smooth, suave, sophisticated, and debonair. <laughs> S-S-S-D. That was us. <laughs> yeah. Then we changed it to the Esquires. To the Esquires. Esquires, yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. I always thought it was Squires for some reason. I always thought, well, maybe that's just what I thought. No, it was Esquire. The Esquires. The Esquires? Or yeah, just Esquires? The Esquires, yes. <laughs> it's important. Yeah, it's it is. Important important distinction. Distinction. It is. It is. <clears throat> And uh, then other stuff happened. Girls. Other stuff happened. And that we always uh, does it. Yeah. And we, uh, it, it, was, it was fun for a couple of years. It wasn't. A... The, was it just high school? Was it? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, like yeah. Just middle, middle of high school or. Yeah. It was, uh, well, we were all driving, so it had to be sophomore year, junior year, something right. like that. Yeah. So you played guitar. I played guitar. Vic played organ. Vic played organ. Jim Galladay played drums. And we had uh uh, Bruce Latchell was a singer, and we added we bounced a couple people in and out, but I don't know. We uh, that was that was that was about the way it was. Jim was a good drummer. Vic's an excellent, excellent organ player. He played obviously lead on everything, right. you know. So, but uh, it was fun. Did you mostly did you mostly cover stuff? Did you write originals? Oh no, we never wrote. You never you know, wrote anything. We, we couldn't write our name, you know. <laughs> <laughs> Let alone music, you know. Yeah. yeah. Jolly Green Giant we did. You probably never even heard of. No. Um, uh, let's see. Oh, well. All Day and All Night by the Kinks. We did that. Yes. Yeah, we did that. I know, there was, a, there was some, there was some, it was all stuff at the time. You know, it was all current stuff at the time. 64 to 66, probably. Right. You know, nothing, uh, no original music, no original music. See, the, the Kinks are one of those bands that completely blow my mind when I when I listen to them and I think about 64 to 67. Like, they they sound so sloppy and dirty. Like, it's, like, I consider the Kinks to be one of the grandfathers of grunge music because of how just, like, I don't know, just how raw everything sounds with the guitar and how, like, it's all it's all very tight oh, it's, orchestration yeah, I, and what he's playing, but there's such a, like, it's yeah. like Jack White, all loosey-goosey, 
guitar and i that that's one of the bands that i still really like and oh, yeah. still really follow yeah. and is I was originally led to them through you but that like that's another one of those bands that i wonder what it was like to hear for the first time when you you know like what was popular at the time when the kinks come out because whenever i think of whenever i think of nirvana i think of you know i think of what was popular at the time was like Aerosmith and Metallica and you know MC Hammer and things like that and then there was this band that just for some reason completely spoke to me and it wasn't like anything I had ever heard before even though there were plenty of grunge bands who were you know up and coming and all that kind of stuff. Every garage had one. Every every (laughs) garage had one. It was the same with Pearl Jam. The first time I heard... Oh, God. (laughs) No, the first time I heard Pearl Jam, I was blown away. And Soundgarden. Like, those... (laughs) I can't even say say it with a straight face. I know, I know. Blown away. That's the... Yeah, that's... I was was tempted to commit suicide when I heard Pearl Jam. (laughs) My brains would have been blown away. <laughs> now, uh, now, well, well, you you have to realize this was this was the British invasion, right? The British invasion. I mean, we uh, we covered a lot of stuff that wasn't British, um, but I mean, you were it, the Kinks were mixed in there with the Beatles, the Rolling Stones, the Animals, the Dave Clark Five, the you know, uh, uh, turn over a rock and another English group got out of from underneath it. You know. Uh-huh. But, and uh, my God, the Rolling Stones are still around. How about that? <laughs> he just turned seventy-four or something like that. I think. Still rolling. Still rolling. On, on tour, going on tour. But uh, no, that was that was what we, you know. I'm trying to. I must have blacked that out. I don't know. I, I can't remember too many songs we did. Actually, <laughs> I'm sure there's a list somewhere. So did you ever attempt? Uh, oh, when was when was Jethro Tull coming out? Oh no no that was that was what much later. That was later. That, that was college. Sixty eight. Okay. Sixty seven, sixty eight. Gotta be something like that. Because that's another band that you introduced me to. Oh yeah, that Jethro Tull. Had, oh Jethro Tull, great sound. I yeah. thought. Well, that's the same thing. The first great time, vocals. The first time I heard them, I I. Did did the same thing where I put myself in the situation of like there was, there had to be nothing else that was using a flute, hard rock flute a solo, hard, hard rock <laughs> flute, flute solo. solo. Come on, and 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 that sort of composition where you know it was it was one of the furthest things from verse chorus verse that you could find right. was Jethro right. Tull, right. and I just can't. Uh, I don't know. I can't imagine. I'm so glad that that's one of the things that you turned me on to. Oh, because... great music. Great music. I, I loved her. I loved her. That, that, the first album, I think it's her first album. One with Locomotive Breath on it and and Aqualung and all that. Uh-huh. There is a, there's not a bad cut right. on that whole album. If there's 10 songs on it or 12, they're all, there's 12 winners on that. Right. Put it on sometime and listen to it. It's amazing, that album. Yeah, there was. Oh, there was. I'm trying to think what else was around. You know, no, we listened to everything. You know, especially especially when we got to college. You know, got to college. That's all you had to do. You know, right. Small faces and and um, um, Kenny Rogers. What the 
what was Kenny Rogers' first edition? I mean, oh, Kenny Rogers in the first edition. Yeah, and uh, everything was everything was psychedelic then. You know, everything right. was psychedelic. Well, that makes me think of Donovan. When was when was Donovan? That's about the same. It's about yeah. same time. Yeah, same time. I remember the first time Donovan's another another artist that you got me into. Donovan's an excellent artist. He's an excellent artist. Um, I was we were oh, God, I don't even know how old I was, but this is around the time that I was starting to listen to Led Zeppelin. So it was a little it might have been a little before or just after the sort of Seattle grunge explosions because I know I was I was young. I was younger, so I had to be 13 or 14. And I remember sitting in the car in the parking lot at Campbell's Market, waiting. Okay. You were either dropping off a movie or getting deli meat, something like that. Um, and the radio was on, and it was the first time that I ever heard Sunshine Superman. Sunshine, yeah. Came on the radio, yeah. and you managed to get back to the car before it was over uh, so that I could ask you who it was because yeah. I thought for sure it was the Beatles just because he had that sound. Yeah. And, you know, yeah. it, was a, it was a tuneful, yeah. tuneful jam. And that was when you said Donovan, and when we got home, you pulled out the the LP that had um, There is a Mountain and Season of the Witch and all that Season stuff Season of the it. Witch. Oh, what a great song. And at the time, I... Atlantis. I, yes. Yeah, I had, a, I had a record player up in my room, so I, you gave me a chance to borrow it. I mean, there was, there was, just, there was just so much music. To, there was, uh, the mid-60s, well, all the 60s, you know, you go back to... You go back to Motown and 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 you know Chubby Checker and the Supremes right. and and um, oh, they're just it's just there was just so much music being made in the '60s. It's got to be the decade of music, and I feel I always felt that the '60s went on until about '74, maybe '73. <laughs> right. They had to include '72, '73 in the in the '60s because it was some good music. And disco just killed everything. <laughs> that seems disco to be the killed consensus. everything. <laughs> Airplane put it so well. The movie Airplane right. put it so well. Our disco yeah. lives forever. forever. Here we go. <laughs> oh yeah. No, there was even I. I, I even remember going to see. Uh, Elena dragging us to see Dirty Dancing in a the theater because she had seen it at least fourteen times, <laughs> and and. It took me to see it, and I remember really, I was younger than that, but that movie takes place in 69, and uh, absolutely love the soundtrack to that movie. It's where I first heard Otis Redding. Um, that and... that, that's before, that's before 69. Is it? I always yeah. thought it was the summer of 69. Maybe it's early, maybe it's 60. Uh, when it came out? No. No, not no, when no. it came out. No, no, when, when it's supposed to take place. Oh, no, place. no, no, that's, uh, that stuff was... Um. No, that stuff was uh, um, the contours. Do you love me? Right, as right. Was all early. If you find that, find that like nineteen sixty-two. Okay. Um, uh, Ian and Sylvia. Why did I think it was? No, no, it's a. Uh, could be, could be, could be taking place in early to mid sixties, but but not 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 as late as sixty-nine. Right. Okay. Well, it came out in '87, which means I was nine. Yeah, right. Eight or nine, and uh, and she, <laughs> I remember Lena dragging me to it. Well, dragging all of us to it. It's not like she had to take me. It was just you guys had to take me. 
Yeah, it doesn't say. I don't know. Yeah, Otis Redding and, and but yeah, Otis Redding and contours. And, yeah, and that's where I got into got into a lot of that. So even if that was early '60s, you know the the the, the mu- music that they covered was all from the early '60s. And then there was there was new stuff there that that uh, you know the one what's his name did. God, I can't think of the name now. He's dead and gone. I still can't remember his name. Patrick Swayze. Yeah, that one. Oh, oh, yeah, yeah. that one. Patrick Swayze. It was, <laughs> he had a song on it. Uh, um, she's like the wind. Yeah, she's like the wind. She's like the wind was on there and, and uh, hungry eyes. But was that was that Swayze? I don't remember. Hungry eyes. I don't know. No, mm. that that wasn't that wasn't Swayze. Somebody I don't know. It was. Uh, I don't know. Jennifer Warnes did one with uh, the one righteous brother. Okay. The low voice. The bass oh yeah, well that was his brother. Uh, time of my life, right? Time of my life. Yeah, that's the one that has a synthesizer in it. Right. That <laughs> right. People always pick it apart because the synthesizer wasn't invented until 1970 or whatever. Yeah, whatever, whatever. Yeah. <laughs> like <laughs> Professor Moog. Right. Whatever is the, the good part is that staunch defenders of Dirty Dancing say it's not necessarily the song that's playing right then. It's just right, right, it's, sure. It's what he's, sure. you know, that's it's what, what she's do. hearing. There was there was other there was other songs on that on that double album actually that weren't current you know weren't right they were weren't covers let's say we just had so we just had so much great music I mean it was just you know and then towards the towards the end of college came Rod Stewart and and right just stuff you know the Beatles the Beatles folded up and. That broke broke my heart, but uh, right. most of the rest of them kept going, you know. Um, but there was there was a lot there was a lot of good music in that between even the even the late fifties. There was a lot. I liked a lot of music from the fifties, but I was too young to really appreciate it. But I uh, I still liked it. I like right. it now. Let's put it that way. I've liked it for a while now. So right. I love Sam Cooke. Sam Cook. Sam Cook's another one yeah. of the artists. He was twenty eight or something, twenty eight or twenty nine when he died. Yeah, yeah. Just ridiculous. Yeah. But the the man could sing. Mm-hmm. He's he got could some sing. incredible he music. I love all of the stuff that I grew up with because it it you know it really fit what I wanted to hear and what I wanted to listen to and and when I got out from under sort of the elitist sort of rock that was on top of me for a long time um you know i i was able to freely admit that you know i liked things that you know may or may not have been cool in the 90s right. yeah. <laughs> like i can't imagine being in high school telling someone that i loved the dirty dancing soundtrack right. because of all right. the great songs on it yeah but it's just one of those things that i i i'm really glad that i appreciate and a lot of a lot of those things I like because, you know, you liked them or you listened to them. Or even if it was just something that you played, watching you sing along to something made me more willing to listen to it than if I had just heard it on the radio. Yeah, yeah. That's, that's you know. what I mean. It was it was good music that I ruined trying to sing. It's <laughs> excellent music. It's just excellent music all through that time. There's not even a station on the television dedicated to the 60s. I can't figure that out. Right. <laughs> it's got all these music channels. On the television now, and it's not a '60s. Hmm. Right now, now what you need is Pandora or Pandora. Spotify. Yeah. yeah, they're the they're the services that you can pick an artist. You can even pick a song on Pandora and say, "Play more music like this song," 
and they will just keep spitting out stuff because it's all based on well, what type of music is it? What's the rhythm really? like? What are the lyrics really? like? What are the vocals like? Yeah, and then you can thumbs up and thumbs down. And the more you like or dislike something, the tighter the funnel of, you know, yeah. the the better idea it has of what you want to listen to. Wow. So yeah, we have a whole Sam Cooke radio that's all, oh, really? you know, yeah, yeah. All, all sexy R&B music. Yeah. And then, you know, we also have, God help us, we have a, Raffy radio. Oh, oh, good. Oh, there you go. <laughs> for the kids. There you go. Um, I, I can't imagine. I feel like it would almost be an overload, and and it's a lot like that now with just with the internet, with the the ability that people have to record their own music and then throw it up online and then share it with a whole bunch of people. And when people like it, they share it with other people, and then you know it basically destroyed the recording industry and and at least you know major label recording. Right. You know, there's still plenty of major label money going around in, you know, but it's all singles now. It's all paying a dollar 29 for one song on one iTunes song, yeah. and selling it a million times makes you a million dollars. Right. But I love that, you know, there are there are so many artists that can get their music out or that you can share with it and oh, you like these people, you need to listen to this or this is my friend's band, which is a lot of what I like and a lot of what I like to to hear from people, but it still doesn't feel like the same sort of density that you experienced in the '60s with with an an overwhelming onslaught of amazing music. <laughs> oh yeah, oh, it was. It was. There's no question in my mind, at least, that that was the best time for music in in my lifetime, anyway. At least in my. <laughs> We're not done yet. We're not done yet. Well, the phone tells us that it's time for Dad Fears My Trivia. Oh, my God. Not again. Yes. Oh, God. So, oh, yes. Just let the machine get it. Yes. That is the loudest answering machine I've ever heard. God, awful. Today's lucky winner, or maybe unlucky winner. Unlucky winner, yeah. Uh, Today's lucky podcast listener is, ooh, Jeremy Toy. So Jeremy Toy is somebody that I work with at Delaware Theater Company, okay. who um, downloaded actually, actually listens actually listens okay. to the podcast. Or as far as I know, he told me he was going to download it and listen to it. But so I count him as a listener. Okay, <laughs> but it's possible that he may now not he's a winner slash loser. Now he's a winner slash loser. Yes, very wonderful young man. Extremely lazy. Never helps anybody. <laughs> um, won't do anything if it's anywhere close to his lunch break. Um, so. Are you ready? I I suppose. I'm all never right. ready for this. Okay. You're going to hate all of these I, questions. I've already hate them and I haven't heard any of them. <laughs> Question number one. Emperor Podcast. What was his name? No. <laughs> Pulpitine. Pulpitine. There Pulpitine. we go. Question number one. <laughs> Question number one. The Baby Ruth candy bar was named after what real person? Babe Ruth. No. No. No, that is not correct. At least not according to this. Okay. Um, it was named after Ruth Cleveland, daughter of President and Mrs. Grover Cleveland, the first baby girl ever born in the White House. Okay. All right. Question number two. Okay. Name the soft white Greek cheese usually made from goat's milk. What? Uh, uh, Brie? No. no. Sorry. It is feta. No, I'm fed up with this. <laughs> I'm a fed up with I'm this. I'm a fed up. <laughs> Good. See, I told you feta you hate these. I hate them, yes. Feta cheese, yes. All right, number three. How do you make a buttery nipple? 
remind, keeping in mind that it's a family broadcast. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh it, all of a sudden it's a family program. Right <laughs> no. <laughs> a bartender days. Coming back. Yeah. It was only like 16 years. Ago. <laughs> I don't know. Bailey's cream. You gotta watch because there's a slippery nipple in there, too. So there is know, also a slippery, slippery nipple. But, uh, I don't know. It was Pete Snops, uh, Pete Snops, Bailey's cream, and uh, sodium nitrate. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> no. no, very close, though. Butterscotch Snops. Butterscotch, that's what it is. Snops and Irish cream. Number four. Name. Go ahead. <laughs> name five out of the eight members of the infamous Black Sox, members of the Chicago White Sox who were banned in 1919 for allegedly fixing the World Series. No way in hell. No? No, I could no. Oh. Joe Jackson's the only one I could pull There's out. There's one. I, I can't pull. I can't. No. All right. It was that, also... is, that was even before my time. I know. I thought maybe I'd get you with No, no. no uh, there's no way. Eddie Sicote or Sicotti. Oscar Happy Flesh. Felsh. Oh, jeez. I can't even read them. Okay, well. Let's yeah. name them. Uh, so there was uh, Oscar Happy Felsh, Arnold Chick Gandel, Shoeless Joe Jackson, Fred McMullen, Charles Swede Reisberg, George Buck Weaver, and Claude Lefty Williams. Um, I also would have accepted Charlie Sheen. Charlie Sheen. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> all the actors who played it. John Cusack. Uh, Cusack. All right. Here's a good one for you. Number five. Coca-Cola was first bottled in what year? 1894. 1901, 1910, or 1915? Uh, none of the last two, so it had to be 1901 or 1894. 1901. Wrong. Wrong, of course. 1894. 1894. Okay. Close, though. Yeah. I was actually, I didn't expect that. Um, that's a long time that's ago. That's a long time, yeah. <laughs> All right, number six. Finish this movie quote. They mostly come at night. Mostly. Yes, hey. that's correct. Hey, buddy. Correct. Excellent. From one of the greatest uh, sci-fi movies of all time, Aliens, Aliens. Which also, coincidentally, there's a fantastic song written about that movie. Number seven. Name the two former members of the Beatles who have both been referred to as the fifth, fifth Beatle. Beatle. Yeah. Um, Stu Sutcliffe. Correct. A original bassist. And Stu Sutcliffe's a hard one. Yeah, it is. <laughs> Stu Sutcliffe's a hard one again. Um, Pete. Damn it. <laughs> Not Pete, damn it. Pete, no. damn it. Best. Yes! Pete Best. It just takes me a minute. Pete you know? Best and Stuart you know, Sutcliffe. Brain cells are Also known as the two saddest men in the world, I am sure. I'm good. Yes, yes, yes. All right, number eight. Closing in on the end. Okay. Whew. What is Chevy Chase's funniest film? Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, his funniest film? I gotta go. I gotta go Christmas Vacation. Yes. Yes. Correct. I gotta go I Christmas. I also vacation. would have accepted Caddyshack or Spies Like Us. Okay. Spies <laughs> Like Us did, didn't. <laughs> Didn't, didn't didn't do it for me, but I know Caddyshack takes a good movie too. But I I still had to go Christmas Vacation. Christmas Vacation is, is classic. Is yeah, is absolutely classic. up there. Spies Like Us 
for me and for so many stupid reasons, is one of my top five favorite comedies. Really? And it's it's just because it's so ridiculously awful. It's also the first time that Chevy Chase and Dan Aykroyd were together in a yeah. movie. Yeah. Um, but yeah, there's there are so many jokes in Spies Like Us that are way funnier to me than they should be. All right, number nine. <laughs> In 1927, oh my God! What adventurous 25-year-old was the first Time Magazine Man of the Year? Although they call it Person of the Year now. Uh-oh. Yes, you're on the Charles right Lindbergh. Side. Yes, hey, Charles there Lindbergh. We go. Yeah. Awesome. That's a good one. I know the listeners can't see that. But... No, I did, but I'm glad I got to see the chicken <laughs> flapping chicken, and then the airplane dance. arms. Chicken dance there. <laughs> All right, last one, number 10. <clears throat> According to Kurt Cobain. Oh, come on. On what will Frances Farmer have her revenge? What is that from? What? It's the title of one of their songs. This the song is called Frances Farmer will have her revenge on blank. I got I got nothing right. here. The, the answer is Seattle. <laughs> Frances Farmer will it's have a her good revenge. Good place on to get Seattle. your revenge you know, on. It is. Oh, all right. get your revenge. It's... Okay, sorry. That's all right. That wraps up Dad Fears My Trivia. Well. It's uh, it's no fun if you don't actually fear it. That's why. Let me see what you got right. Very little. We got mostly the two members of the Beatles, Chevy Chase, Charles Lindbergh. One, two, three, four. You got four right again. Four seems to be the magic number. Yeah. But I don't know. You used to you used to really impress us during <laughs> Trivial Pursuit. And it was always stuff like that. Always stuff that we figured you had absolutely no purpose <laughs> knowing. <laughs> Which just, you know. Yeah, you had to you had to admit there was a couple questions out there in left field this time. Oh uh, yeah. Yeah. Come on. Yeah. No. Come on. Come on. <laughs> I went out there and left field. Yeah, oh yeah. We'll bring it back in. I thought I wasn't sure how much research you had actually done on uh, or not research, but how much how much interest you actually had in the Black Sox? I wasn't sure if that was one of those things that you knew a lot about. But I got the weirdest I got the weirdest urge to watch Eight Men Out the other day, so I wound up going online and like reading about it and just you know all that kind of stuff. And then I thought it would be a fun thought it would be a fun question to see how many of the members you knew. But no, nah, just Shoeless Joe. That's all. That's just all. Say it ain't so, Joe. Say it ain't so, Joe. I have nothing. I have nothing to compare it to. You know, I have right. nothing. I have no reference to nineteen eighteen. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I have no reference there. You know, can't do it. No, that's not it fair. Was, Next time, it was. A, it was a half decent movie, but yeah, right. <laughs> it was. But all through the movie, they only refer to them by their nicknames. They just call them each other Happy and Lefty, yeah, and... Lefty and <laughs> Sneezy and Dopey and <laughs> Seven Dwarves yes, out. Yes. <laughs> Seven doors out. Oh no! Well, I'll tell you what. Next time, next time for Dad fears my trivia. I'll make sure there's a couple of uh, real uh, questions. <laughs> yes, I'll make sure there's a couple of '60s, uh, '60s music questions in there. Um, but you got the Beatles trivia one right this you time. You don't have to. Yeah, yeah. You don't have to pander me either. You know. No, <laughs> no, I don't. And some of them I thought it would just be fun to learn. I'll tell you what, though. Because as Fredo says, I'm smart. <laughs> I know things. <laughs> we just watched that the other night. I always have to reference The Godfather at least once a day. That's um brilliant movie, and I really like two. 
Like two I, is. I always thought people. I mean, I know people uh, about three, but I always thought two was considered like a two one more academy. Down. Two one more academy awards than one did. It's awesome. Yeah, it's it's two absolutely one. awesome. Those the first two were excellent. I thought I can deal with three, but yeah, there's people who just won't even watch it. You know. Next time we'll just talk. We'll do all uh, Simpsons trivia. Instead. Oh yeah, there we go. Yeah, <laughs> there's something I watch one episode of. <laughs> Simpsons and Pearl Jam. Yes, there we go. Uh, all trivia, all the time. Oh, well, thank you, Dad. I always have a lovely time. Oh yes, talking to you and yeah. quizzing you and yeah. finding out more about things. Probably way too structured this time. I think maybe we gotta loosen it <laughs> up a little bit. Get some, you know, we don't really need all this. <laughs> Just ease back. Just it, ease back on the ease back on the. Kind of let what will be. Will yeah, be. right, right. Well, there's. <laughs> it's only so many times you can strike gold yeah. in the same spot. So we'll have to move upriver. <laughs> or is it downriver? Downriver. Down river. I don't, I don't down know which. Go with the flow, I think it's downriver. <laughs> Good. Okay. Up. That sounds like a plan. Up the river is where, we, where this country's headed. <laughs> this country is headed up the river. Oh, that's what we, we might just discuss. Something like that sometime. That's what I. That's actually one of the things that I wanted to ask you was. What you thought of Hillary Clinton running for president. <laughs> but maybe we can save that for next time. Yeah, yeah we, we, might, we might have to. Yeah, yeah she, what she announced it on her disappearing emails. <laughs> uh, please, please, come on. Nobody can actually vote for her with a clear conscience. Come on. All right, next time, next time. <laughs> All right, it's a deal. You don't, want, you don't want me ranting here. You don't want me ranting on her. Well, it's been it's been fun. It's, yeah. been, it's always fun. All right. Well, we'll fun. prepare for next time. Ah, don't bother. <laughs> it <laughs> no seems rush. like too much work. No, it's too much work. All right. We're we're all involved in everything else. That's why we quit playing guitar. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. That's true. Which I I should do tonight when I get <clears> there. You go. Just to make it. I would just do just to make just to make up for stopping for two months. You know. No, I played guitar in twenty years. So. Awesome. Well, Thank you. Hey, you're welcome. That's just, it's always fun. I always enjoy you thinking that any human actually knows the answer to any of those questions. <laughs> oh, sure. The smartphone knows the answer. <laughs> but, That's why I have it. Okay, all right. I don't need to know the answers anymore. a relatively smart dad. You know, mediumly smart. Mediumly. <laughs> 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 and Nelson and Nelson wouldn't like that one. My English teacher would not like yeah. that one. So. <laughs> oh, all right. Awesome. Next time. Next time. All right. Thanks, Dad. Oh, awesome, Manana. <laughs> You know, mediumly smart.